It is Footy and Frothy's preview show. Round 21, we're looking towards 2021. Barney, Ollie and Daggy with you to go through all the ins and outs of the team coming up for an exciting round. Around, I think uh, there's angles to every single game and I'm excited to see. Some people don't and won't necessarily agree, but uh, that's the sort of guy I am. And let's look first of all, though, to PCTC. Got a lot of reverb going on there, Dougie. Just to yeah. let you know. Oh, do I? But our tipping comp, Polar Bear, is leading the comp on 119 points. Uh, it's, it's, him and Tony have been going back and forth for the last five to six weeks, trading uh, trading first position by one point. So we've got Tony on 118, Jamie Keith on 116, plus Wardy to round out the top four. We've got three players on 115, two on 114. And then 113 takes up 10th spot. I'm on t- in the 26th position on 108. And the Dagstar is in 29th position on 106 mm. points. Yeah, that's not ideal. How's my levels no. now? Yeah, yeah, a bit better. All right. Let me turn that down. How's that? Yeah, yeah, that's good. good. Sorry. Yeah, I flicked the switch there. Uh, yeah, um, not good for me. Good on them. Uh, yeah, that's things horrible. Polar Bear and Tony leading the way. They we need to plug PCTC. Yeah, the racing comp kicks off. I think next week. I think there's one more barrier trial. Uh, one more barrier trial week. Yeah, week after this. So find PCTC horse race tipping on Facebook uh, for all the information there. Hit them up. Click leave the comment on the link, and they'll be in touch with more information. Super coach. Yeah. So we've got one round left before the finals. So Callan's actually bumped you out of top spot, mate, on for and against. I couldn't believe it. So, this is both are on 28 points. Equal first, uh, decided on four and against. Toto on 26 points with Gavin. So, we've got the, the top two tied with the and third and fourth are tied. And we've got three players on 24 points. We have three on 18 points, which is where it gets interesting. So, there's realistically only one spot left in the finals after this week. Shane is in prime position in eighth spot. He is a positive of 1,077 points. The next best who was on the same points is GT, but he only has a positive of 467 points, and he's playing you. So that could be the death knell for GT. And Beaver is on the same points also, but he's at a minus 39. So there's a three-way go for eighth spot. Uh, realistic Beaver is playing Shane. So if Beaver can beat Shane and then you get rid of GT, Beaver can sneak in there. Or the only other if Shane wins, he's uh, if Shane beats Beaver, obviously it's all over and done with. But if he loses to Beaver, GT might sneak in there if he can beat you. But I wish him well. It's unprobable and <laughs> unlikely. So uh, <laughs> top seven set. Eight, uh, eight positions in his own hands. We've got three other people who are on 16 points. I'm one of those. I'm running 13th. I have the. I actually beat Dale this week, so I have the weekly belt going into this week. We've got Daggy, who's running second, playing GT in ninth. Beaver, 10th versus Shane in eighth. And I'm playing the Nevilles in fifth position, so there's a good chance I'll lose that, and the weekly belt will end up in the top eight where it should be. So. Oh. <laughs> 
Yeah, I've uh, I've got some auto emergency action happening because my CT dubs with Laurie Johnson and Graham are in a little bit of trouble. Mm, yeah, um, it's... So it uh, looks like I'll get Takiyahu or, Oli- or uh, Haru and Ira. I dare say there's going to be a fair bit of scramble for a lot of players this week, to be honest. Um, <laughs> from what I've heard, there's a few blokes in our team that are in a worse position than you are, so <laughs> that's not great. I'm with that. They, um, <laughs> yeah, plus you know, they get the dreaded resting coming up at some point. Yep. We um, Only one question this week. Do you keep the captaincy on Tommy Turbo? I can't say why not. Yeah, uh, the only, only thing obviously is he's playing Melbourne. Um, so if you can find, if you if you think there's a team out there that might um, run over the top of somebody, you might be looking at one of their outside backs or one of their halves that might produce a stellar performance. But mm. the only thing is, Manly's playing they're playing early in the round, aren't they? I know they're later no, in the yeah. round, so there no, could be a VC that. loop on somebody like the Knights if you've got Ponga or Bradman Best or um, someone from South Latrell or Cody that you might play as a VC and then try and loop them later, depending on what you think is going to happen with Tommy. But yeah, I guess the only one outside the box might be uh, Adam Dewey against Canterbury. Yeah, um, quite possibly. But I sure. But he well, plays after Tommy, so that's right. So. Yeah. Hard one to, to VC there. Um, I can get away with it though because I've got no no high reserves. Um, the yeah, let's get into round twenty one. Uh, nothing else we really need to cover off before we get into our preview. Kicks off on the uh, Thursday night. The Newcastle Knights on the four day backup take on the Brisbane Broncos uh, for Newcastle. Jaden Braley's out. They get Mitchell Pearce back at seven. Uh, Chris Randall comes into the team at hooker and okay. uh, Fitzgibbon named on an extended bench, but uh, unsure whether he'll play. Probably depends on what the sponsors say. Um, for <laughs> the Brisbane Broncos, Jake Turpin out for Den- Denny Levy to start. Uh, and Jesse mm-hmm. Arthurs comes into the team for Katoni Staggs. Barney, how are you kicking off round Twenty-one. Well, I was a little curious as to why they were resting Braley, but the fact that you said that Tur- obviously Turpin's injury with uh, Levi coming in, that's probably all square realistically when you look at that, um, the ins and outs for both teams. I'm going to go with the Knights, um, 1-12. to 12. Broncos have been putting in good efforts, uh, but I'm just not sure that their back line is as crisp as what the Newcastle served up against the Raiders. And Mitchell Pearce can only help, um, especially with his kicking game. His long kicking game is one of the better, even though he's at the end of his career, still one of the better long kicking games going around. So I'm going to go Knights 1-12. to I think man of the match would be Ponga again with that backline sweep that he loves so much. And first try scorer, Bradman Best, on the back of that <laughs> backline sweep to the left. Ollie. I'm actually going to go for an upset here. I'm going to tip Brisbane 1-12. to uh, One of the factors is that four-day turnaround, and I've been going on about how good Newcastle's four-pack was last week and how good they can be. Uh, I'm obviously not convinced we'll get that effort two weeks in a row, and especially with that four-day turnaround, we could see Newcastle uh, get fatigued relatively early in the game, at least earlier than they usually would. And obviously that'll impact the forwards immensely. So we would need to see a Caelan Ponga have a huge performance or Bradman best back up the effort that he had last week. Uh, Pierce is obviously a good inclusion. They're a better side with him in it. 
then when he's not, I just don't think he's going to be the deciding factor in this one. Look, it'll still be a close game, but at the end of the day, I think your Palacios, your Haases, and uh, your Jordan Rickies will end up running over the top of Newcastle, and it won't be too dissimilar to the performance they put in against the Cowboys last week. Yeah, the four-day turnaround is an interesting one because the coaches used to all say they dreaded five days. I don't know um, realistically what that uh, might be take or bring to a team I imagine this week Newcastle would have probably just had a day recovery at one training session and a and a sort of captain's run tomorrow to lead into it but we'll um look I've, I'm going to go with Brisbane as well only because it's the first team I wrote down and then um crossed out and put Newcastle in and I think this could be a bit of a slog I want to see Newcastle back it up um and I think, yeah, what you said, just some intensity. And if they can make put pressure on Newcastle, they potentially can crack. I I, um, I could easily see Newcastle winning 13 plus two by, that, by the same token. Now they've got all their, their big guns back. But just going for the upset, I still think Newcastle probably score first. So Ponga, first try scorer. And if Brisbane are going to win, I imagine we'll be declaring Payne Haas man of the match come next Wednesday. Yeah, and I'd have to agree with Haas, man of the match, and you know, and I'll even go Ponga first try scorer too. Sorry, I noticed I hadn't given those predictions, and I didn't want to upset our good friend GT. Mm. <laughs> good man. Uh, the Raiders Dragons play six pm on Friday night, where for the Raiders, Seb Chris goes out with Tomoko coming into the centres. Uh, as we've said, White and does stay at six. For the Dragons, Jack Bird named at fullback. Cody Ramsey in the centres, that may be a concern. Uh, Lomax at four. Ravalawa's back. Uh, Adam Clune at seven. Uh, who else have we got here? I can keep going. Billy Burns in the back row. Tarek Sims. Jack DeBellin at 13. Josh Maguire at 10. A raft of changes again. Uh, Huirinara demoted to the bench. Ryan Sutton starts at lock. Tarpane starts at prop. So Ricky's back up to his old... Um, Tricky switches. Uh, I I even gave the second thought to this game, but I think Raiders have to win this one to twelve, um, <laughs> and maybe by more. But I want to see him do it first. Elliot Whitehead on that edge, probably running over said Cody Ramsey, first try scorer and uh, man of the match. I will make uh, Tarpane starting. He's been good for the last month or so, and. Um, few more minutes here. Hopefully he can get back to the form he showed semi-final time last year. Barn? Yeah, I'm going to go. I was thinking Raiders 13 plus, but the Dragons realistically is a stronger side than what they fielded last week with all the suspensions and all the rest of it because of the barbecue. Um, minus Ben Hunt, which is a massive out, which is the got me is the reason I'm leaning towards the Raiders. I'm going to go man of the match with Parna. Um, I've been seriously impressed out of what he's put out in the last two weeks. And if he can improve on that again, I think he can he can easily be the man of the match, uh, chiming in in the back line for the Raiders. And I'm going to go the first try scorer, Harley Shields, because I'm pretty sure he's taken Rapana's spot. And that's generally where the Raiders score the first try. I'm going to go Canberra 1-12 to as well for first try scorer. I'm going to tip... I'm going to tip Josh, Josh Hodson with a quick dart out of dummy half close to the line. And for man of the match, it, it's a bit of an odd one, but I'm actually going to go Sam Williams here. Um, and I think especially if, and I know this is weird to say about the reigning Dahlia medal, 
medal winner. But um, if Jack Whiten just gives full control of that team, as he should to Sam Williams, he, he's not the best half in the world, but I think he can at least get Canberra uh, around the field. And uh, with those forwards backing up from him, I think that'll only make his performance look a lot better as well. So I will actually go with Sam Williams for man of the match. I, uh, yeah, let's get to the uh, main event Friday night now. We kick off some of these uh, cracking uh, run of games Friday night into Saturday where uh, the Eels take on the Rabbitohs third and fourth. Uh, RCG out for Parramatta with Oregon Kafusi starting at prop. Mitchell Moses comes back into the team, at least his name two at seven. For the Rabbitohs, Cameron Murray named at 13. Benji Marshall named at 14. And Tane Milne uh, keeps his centre spot. Jackson Paulo on the wing with uh, the two big guns in the centres out for South. Barn. As I mentioned, I haven't seen anything in the last two weeks out of Parramatta that's made me think that they can score more than about 10 points in a game of football. So and if you're going up against someone like South who have been consistently putting 30 on for <laughs> a good part of the year and especially uh, recently in the last six to eight weeks, I'm going to go South 13+. plus. I think Parramatta's only chance to even get close in this game is to absolutely own the middle and South's middles has been... Not bad, if not good for the last couple of weeks. So, South 13 plus, Latrell man of the match. I was going to go Walker man of the match, Latrell first try, and then I thought, you know what? I'll just go the other way. So, I've gone Latrell man of the match and Walker first try score. Fair enough. Um, yeah, crazy to think a month ago I would have declared Parramatta complete and utter morals here. Uh, I can't possibly now. I think if they turn up and play like they did last two weeks, this will be 13 plus to South. Um, the template's been set now. If they can match their forwards, RCGs, we said, is a big starting out. Uh, Damien Cook, if he plays his best, can hopefully turn some of these big forwards around and, and really take away all of their impetus that they potentially would have. But I think um, the edges as well uh, create concern. I think Latrell will be first try scorer for that reason. And uh, Cam Murray returning will do Cam Murray things to be made yeah, of the nice. match. Yeah. Uh, so I want this to be on the record to get this straight. I've literally only had about three sips of my first drink tonight. So <laughs> people, this isn't because I'm drunk. Maybe I'm just a bit on, on the head, but I'm going para one to 12 and my man of the match is going to be Mitch Moses. I just have that feeling uh, whether he'll carry on for the rest of the year or not. I feel like on his return from injury, after that origin performance, he might have a bit of a, a spark lit under him. And I still do think, look, overall, pound for pound, we look at how they've performed over the entire season. Parramatta still do have a better four pack than South Sydney. And especially in attack, if Mitch Moses can be getting those blokes good ball, I don't think there's any reason as to why Parramatta... Well, sorry, I, I don't think it, it's a completely set in stone that South Sydney win this one easily, even if they do, uh, which they're the favourites, obviously, and you blokes are tipping them. I don't think they're going to put put too many points on them in terms of a space job. I, I feel like Parramatta are still a chance to win this one, and I'm going to go with the underdog here. Parramatta 1-12, to it's going to be Moses' man of the match, and I'm going to say first try scorer, Ryan Madison. They, yeah, the, the, if you take the score of thought that South's been playing B-grade for... The last month, then uh, maybe that maybe Parramatta do come back on the right track with potentially 
a dropping grade. Um, the Warriors take on the Sharks at Seabus 3 p.m. on the Saturday uh, as Barney exits stage left. For the Warriors, Fenua Blake, Chanel Harris Tavita, and Josh Curran and Matt Lodge all back into the team. They lose Murdoch Masilla, uh, O'Sullivan, and uh, Harris Tavita start as their halves. For the Sharks, Ramian comes back in into the centres. Matt Moylan on an extended bench. Um, I'm actually going to go the Warriors here. I think they can drag... Well, they do. They drag everyone down to their level. And uh, if it gets... With the, the ins they've got, if it gets um, real tough through the middle, I think the Warriors might hold the aces. Um, <laughs> he's back. Um yeah, I just read out all in. So Warriors have all their players back and the Sharks have Ramian back, just so you know there, Barney. Uh, I was just about to say that I'm tipping the Warriors because uh, if they drag them down to their level, um, they can beat them through the middle. Uh, I think Fanua Blake will lead the way there and I think first try scorer will be Peter Hiku back out to where he should be playing um, in a in an ugly contest. Ollie? Yeah, I am going to go with the Sharks here. In a close contest, one to twelve, I feel like this won't be an amazing game of football. Let's put it that way. Also, didn't these two sides first like two weeks ago? I feel like yeah, it was three, 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 three maybe weeks three. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, wow. yeah, there's been there's a quick this last seven rounds. There's quick turnarounds on everyone. Yeah. Uh, it's like they got eighteen rounds in and went. Oh, we also have to put a bunch of games at the back. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I feel like um, that's something that definitely needs to be fixed next year. But um, yeah, I'm going the Sharks 1-12 to 12 here. I'm going to say men at the match will be... I'm going to say Aaron Woods. He's had a decent season. Um, and in that grind, um, if Cronulla win, I feel like he could be crucial. And the first try scorer, I'll go with Jesse Ramian. Yeah, well, I've just looked at the ins and the outs and the benches and all the rest of it. And, yeah, this could be one of the better forward battles of the entire year, to be honest. They match up pretty pretty strongly through going eight down to 17. Fanua Blakes and Lodges against Rudolph, Nakora, Talako. This could be, yeah, current back in. This could be, um, yeah, absolutely dominated through the forwards and uh, not a lot of football played out the back. Um might even get a few fisticuffs or pushes anyway. <laughs> Chambers would definitely be that, sledging That somewhere. lovely fellow Chambers wouldn't be anywhere to be seen. It's such um, an event. I think there might just be um, might be just a little bit more football in blokes like Royce Hunt and ULE coming off the bench than what you're going to get out of the Warriors. Uh, don't get me wrong, they're good footballers and they're tough tradesmen, but I think there might be just a little bit more football in those two that I mentioned. Uh, just with Sharks 1-12, I was really, um, I was happy with what Trindle put out last week playing at half. Um, he's going to need to do it again because there's not a lot of help for the rest of the, uh, from Tracy had probably his worst game he's played in Sharks Colours last week, to be honest. But um, Jesse Ramian's a big in and if he's up against Peter Hiku defending him, he could possibly score two or three tries. So I'm going to have uh, Sharks 1-12, to man of the match Trindle and first try scorer Ramian. All right, we get to uh, the Roosters and Penrith Panthers, Saturday, 5.30. Um, second leg of the tremendous triple. Uh, for the Roosters, we have uh, Josh Morris out for Joey Martin moves the centres. Dale Copley 
does make his club debut on the wing. And for Penrith, they welcome back Appy Corusau, Isaiah Yo, Nathan Cleary named on an extended bench. Um, suggestion today was he won't play. Um, well, uh, actually, Penrith. Jerome Luai actually came out today and said publicly he's confident Cleary will play. Okay, which yeah, I thought Penrith seems to be saying that he will, and all the journalists, uh, as of seven thirty this afternoon, were saying he probably won't. But we'll see. Um, I can't imagine he's going to be dodging anyone, but we'll wait and see. Tavita Pengai named at 15 on their bench there in his club debut. Barney, very interesting match. Uh, this could be the game of the round, to be honest, and if it's not this one, it'll be the one after. Oh, okay, um, Paul in the centres too, by the way, just uh, for the record. Yes, uh, which will sure... It's it's a good thing defensively, and um, Naden hasn't carried it, covered himself in glory since he came back. So it's <laughs> probably not a bad idea to put him on the wing because generally what he does is catch a ball and run fast. So um, yeah, uh, I've got doubts about Penrith to be honest. Even if Cleary does come back in, as Ollie mentioned in our previous show, the the go forward without Toto and um, Fisher Harris, it's, it's just not quite enough. Um, Coruscant is a big in and if Cleary comes back in, is a big in as well but um, when you got blokes like Scott Sorensen who's pretty much done um, he, although he's been good but when you've got him up against T- Tupanua and Kikau's form that's dropped away the way it has recently up against someone like Crichton I'm actually going to go with the um, Roosters here, 1-12 to and I'm going to go uh what have I got? I'm going to go Teddy, man of the match. I think he's um, they've been playing a bit more direct with him recently. Him and Manu have been playing straight through the lines. And that's only a good thing for the Roosters. And I'm going to go Tupu, first try scorer. Ollie? Yes, yeah, so I'm going to I'm going to go Penrith 1-12. to 12. I, This one will be 1-6, to six, realistically, for me. Because, as I brought up before, as Barney just said as well, Penrith don't really have much go forward. Um, well, they may have some go forward in a certain Tevita Pangai Jr., depending how he plays. Um, and if Cleary plays, that that obviously changes things a bit as well. But you're right, Penrith don't have a whole lot of go forward. They've not been great defensively in recent weeks, but this is where the one of the best defensive teams in history, are. Penrith earlier this year, needs to come back because I feel like if they can turn this game into a bit of a grind, not let your Manus um, or your Tedesco's, which it's easier said than done, not allow those guys to pick up too much momentum, um, then I feel like this game's winnable for Penrith. Put it this way, for me, if the Roosters are able to score 18 points, then I feel like they've done it and they can go on with it and win. Penrith have really got to grind this one out, um, hold them down. And honestly, th- th- we talk about the go forward. Uh, Edwards would really need to stand up and have a huge game or possibly off the bench to Vita Pangai Jr., who, you know what, I'm going to actually tip for my man of the match. I feel like he'll be fired up with a point to prove um, after being released from the Broncos. And as we've raved on, he's actually had a very good season this year. So there's no reason as to why based off of recent form in terms of a few weeks ago, why he can't have a good performance as well. And I like the idea of him being that impact player off the bench. And for my first try score, though, I will actually go with uh, Jarvis Hargreaves to crash over. I feel like the, the Roosters will draw first blood. 
I, uh, beautiful. Yeah, why not? I um, I, I saw nothing last week to really take, apart from a bit of scramble, to, to take away my opinion that Penrith are, are sloppy at the moment. Uh, I don't think they have the go-for to match this forward pack. The, even the more I look at it on paper, I know Yo back helps a little bit, but um, Crichton, Tupanua, Radley, and the form Hargraves has been in, um, I think they might own them here. Uh, Roosters one to twelve, uh, giving due respect to Penrith. Uh, I think if if the Roosters, because they had the excuses last week, if the Roosters are to put points on them, it's a real panic station for Penrith. And um, looking forward to seeing the peanut response. Uh, James Tedesco first try scorer, and um, actually, and I can see points and dominant play coming somewhere on that edge where Crichton and Manu will be sniffing around. So. Let's go fight the man of the match, him or Marnie. Nice. So, like it. Um, but I, uh, we'll get to our disaster class later. Um, pretty keen because I think it's, this is a, this is a real good indication of what we need to, we're going to expect from Penrith going forward. Uh, and I do agree with your Penguy comments because um, the bench needs to step up for Penrith here, and he is the one that uh, is about to be presented a grand stage, and we'll see what he has. Mm-hmm. The Seagulls and Storm, uh, many spruiking this as a uh, grand final preview. We get, uh, for Manly, they're pretty much, as per program, they welcome Alloy back onto the bench. Um, and as we've said, Hughes, oh, Jerome Hughes' name to start. There was some concern over a calf injury. We'll see how that plays out. Uh, and Tom Eisenhuth comes onto the bench. Uh, Pappenhausen currently named on the bench as well. So we'll see how... Um, all that plays out. I thought about this game for a while. I am going to stick with Melbourne here. They are the dominant team, but I think this is going to be a, a, a cracking game. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I'm saying um, the cheese is the difference here. Man of the match, he will hopefully get those metres through the... Just trying to turn some of these hot forwards inside out and uh, getting Melbourne going direct when they'll need it. And first try score I mentioned in the uh, review show... Uh, Brad Parker's defence has been a little bit sus at times, and Olam uh, has been a little bit in good form of times. So <laughs> he might be uh, steamrolling him here and uh, taking yeah. some taking first try, Barn. It's a pretty good call, I think. Um, I'm actually going to go with Manly. Uh, Jerome Hughes has been the difference for Melbourne for probably four of the last six weeks, and if he's carrying, even if he's got a calf niggle, the best parts of his game is his kicking game and his running game. And with a calf niggle, like, <laughs> I've done my calf that many times. <laughs> no, it's just, you can barely walk at times if it goes I've again. I've watched you do so. your, your calf. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I realistically, I think that Manly are in form. I think Melbourne probably don't care too much about this game either, to be honest. Um, so if they were to obviously not get flogged, they're not going to. It's not going to bother them too much, and they run home to the finals. Um, and the packs, I'm looking forward to this, these two packs going up against each other. The outside, uh, the the back rowers and the front rowers just ripping and tearing into each other. This should be the game of the round, and if it's not, it'll only be second to the. As I said, the game before. Uh, so I think I'm going to go Manly 1-12. to 12. Turbo's just, yeah, I said it all earlier. <laughs> He's If Manly had a win, Turbo will be man of the match. But I can see uh, Melbourne scoring first through Josh Adokar down, uh, with either the early kick or an early spread and, yeah, Josh Adokar being the first try scorer. So. 
I'm actually going Melbourne 13 plus and Oof. Manly will put in a better performance than Penrith did last week for sure. But this one could also be about 20 points. Honestly, Melbourne are, uh, they've not won the comp yet, but for me, this is the greatest club side we have seen. At least I have. This team has just been amazing. Um, so if they don't go on to win the comp now, it'll be uh, a bit weird. Um, but honestly, what, what I think will happen is they'll be able to neutralise the halves, which I think is key because Terry Evans and Foran have been, actually been really good this year. And I know you, Barney, especially have been bringing up DCE, but Foran's had a good year too. You can neutralise those guys. Um, then the Fords aren't getting as good ball, which the Fords have been decent at times this year too. Obviously been a bit flat on a couple of occasions, but if they're, they've not got the opportunity to get going, then that neutralises them. And then Melbourne only have to worry about one man who is that good. He will still have a really good game. I think Tommy will be the... Tommy could get two points in this one in a well-beaten Manly side. I'm still tipping him to have a really good game, but I feel like as long as, especially as long as Melbourne can sort of neutralise those halves, then they should be able to just should be able to go on with it. And Tommy will get a, a couple of tries and be trying really hard for Manly. But Melbourne's Melbourne. Brandon Smith, man of the match, and first try scorer Josh Adokar. Sunday, uh, just, oh, the hot matches keep on coming here. Uh, 16th <laughs> versus 13th, arguably the playoff for the worst team in the comp. Uh, for the Bulldogs, Bailey Biondiodo starts at 5'8". Avarillo moves to 7. Uh, He's going to 5'8". Okay. Mm, yeah, nice. Yeah. Uh, and uh, C. for Nye comes into the starting team at prop. For the Tigers, Mumbai named at 1. Cheekham at centre. Uh, and Tamo back at, at captain and prop. Zaxini named on the bench. I had sworn after last Sunday I wasn't going to... Last Friday I was <laughs> never going to tip the Tigers again. Um, I don't know what to do here. I am going to tip them <laughs> against my better judgment, 1-12. to 12. I think Otukamanu, uh, man of the match... And hopefully they can just be the least shit team this week and um, win like 18-12 or something. Uh, Ken Mamalo, first try scorer. Uh, end of all things, he's actually been pretty good since he's come to the club. Um, he's worked pretty hard, so happy to uh, stick with him, Ollie. I'm going the Tigers 13+. Adam Dewey, man of the match. First try scorer, Luciano Leilua, who will be contending with him for man of the match. Honestly, I feel like the, the Tigers will come out here and put on a great performance because we've seen it a couple of times this year. They've put in, whether they've won or lost, really good performances, either before or after a really disappointing one when they're in crisis mode. Um, and I feel like, realistically, they really should be beating the Bulldogs. Um, and I think comfortably so with those players. So... Tigers 13 plus, possibly a bit of a space job I'm tipping, Dewey man of the match um, and all of a sudden everything will be looking up in Tigerland until they lose to whoever next week. Okay, Barney. <laughs> I'm going in with you, Ollie. Um, this dogs have proven that they can't score points all year. Um, the Tigers have had games where they've scored 30 plus points so, and I can see that happening here. I'm going Tigers 13 plus. Man of the match is Dewey. Dewey's been hands down, oh, not hands down because Luciano has been up there with him as well. 
those two have been the best two players for the Tigers in every game that they've played this year. So I'm going to go Dewey man of the match and um, I'm going with you with Mamalo. He has been, um, you know, he's been a lot better than what he was at the Warriors. So I'm going to go with him for the first try scorer for the Tigers. Titans and Cowboys, the uh, other Queensland derby uh, wraps up uh, the round with uh, no Tyrone Peachy this week for the Titans. Fafita is named to start at 12. We'll see if that happens. Uh, and Sexton still at seven. Val Holmes back for the Cowboys. Ben Hampton into the centres. And it looks about right. Granville moves back onto the uh, onto the bench barn. Yeah, I'm going to go with Titans 13 plus. Um, Cowboys have been so uninspiring recently. And uh, unless their entire pack all fires at the same time, I, I can't see them getting close to this Titans uh, forward pack. And on the back of that, with um, I've already said he's only played two games, but I've been more than impressed by the young Sexton at halfback. And I'm going to go with him for man of the match. And um, as I also mentioned, Kelly, uh, was he was so much improved last week on what he was uh, for the rest of the season. And he's, he's a proven try scorer, so I'm going to go with him for first try scorer. I noticed one um, A. Don named on the extended bench for the Titans as well, Ollie. <laughs> I'm a happy boy. Who, uh, who who drops out? Marzu, if he plays. Surely not. Nah. Oh, well, you don't drop Corey don't either. Tom. Yeah. Oh. One of the centres? Yeah, Marzu. And then shift Marzu, I'd say, to the centres and Don on the wing. Interesting. Anyway, yeah, um, what are you doing with this? I'm actually going to go Titans 1-12. to 12. Knowing my boys, we still should win this one, but I, I, I don't feel like they'll keep up that same intensity as last week and put on as much of a clinic. And the Cowboys, while they have been pretty uninspiring, as Barney said, the past two weeks, look, they were okay against the Cowboys, uh, sorry, against the Broncos. Yeah, yeah, a couple of players sort of really dragged them there. And then before that was the game against Melbourne, which admittedly Melbourne, they all must have had food poisoning. Um, but, yeah, and so the Cowboys could win this one. And as a Titans fan, I wouldn't be surprised if my boys were the one ones to take the L, um, especially with a finals push on the line, kind of. Um, yeah, so I'm going to stick with the Titans 1-12, to Man of the match, I'm going to tip your man, Big Mo Fodawaka. And the first try scorer will be Corey Thompson. You're so positive every week, Ollie. That's what I like about you. Uh, Titans 13 (laughs) plus. uh, Barney summed up pretty well that there's... uh, I just don't think there's any guts to this Cowboys team. They've they've used a couple of little uh, spurts of last bit of petrol against some good teams, but I don't think this is it. I think Titans are starting to find some form. Uh, AJ's running the ball a lot more. Um, they're looking pretty sharp, and Toby Sexton's added something. So, 13 plus, uh, Mr. Fodawaker, man of the match. And I'm going to say Jared Wallace keeps his, his newfound um, <laughs> reform up for yeah. first try scorer. We're going to have to put a dollar on that. Uh, just because you said it. If, well, he, um... if he doesn't, I think he, uh, he gets a try assist. He's either scoring or throwing the offload for the try. If he Let's does score, mm-hmm. will he be receiving a warning from a certain union made up the of front rowers? Front rowers? Potentially. <laughs> um, he's got a few this year. Tom yeah. Burgess must be uh, walking a fine line as well. Yeah, he'd be on the edge. So yeah. a, few, a few must be on notice. Um, 
punting disaster class on a cracking weekend. I just want to mention why you're pulling up the stats here, Barn. Uh, why I'm not haven't necessarily tipped them. I think most of these games, the outsiders are overs. Um, or over the odds. So I think Parramatta are a big price at 3.30. I think New Zealand are a big price at 3.10. Uh, Roosters are a big price, 3.25. Um, Barney's made the case of Manly there, 3.27. Uh, and Canterbury, if you really don't like the Bulldogs, uh, if you really don't like the Tigers, $2.75. Potentially backable. Even Brisbane, I could take $4 there. So um, mm. we'll see how we get through the weekend in terms of that. But uh, how does the stats to date read? And how are you playing the weekend, Barney? I finally had a win. I think it's only my second or third win for the season this year, so <laughs> it's something. Had the Latrell double into the Turbo double, which was paying around $12.50, and I had $25 on that. So um, me and myself and Adrian have spent $1,000 this year. If you'd followed Adrian's bets, you would have $1,695 in your, in your pocket with a $695 profit. You followed my tips, you'd have about six hundred and forty dollars in your pocket, <laughs> and you'd be down three hundred and sixty-one dollars and twenty-five cents. And if you followed Ollie's tips, you would have spent nine hundred and fifty dollars and not had a cent in your pocket. If you'd followed so- <laughs> my tips, you'd be living on the street. So, why don't you inspire us today, Ollie, and show us how you're gonna? Buy yeah, house back. You're going to crack the thousand. <laughs> yeah. Yay. Well, you know, I have gone with Parramatta this week to beat South Sydney 1 to 12, but my bet is because I've got to exaggerate it a bit. I'll go Parramatta 13 plus. Right. Madison anytime. Papali'i anytime. And honestly, that's um, that's probably, yeah, that's one probably of my good most enough. sensible. Yeah. yeah. Sensible bets of the year, which is saying something. We'll get a price for that. It'll be around probably 15, 20 bucks, I would imagine. So, mm. have you whole 50 on that? Yep. Yep. Very good. Really good. Uh, I'll keep my try scorers going. So, $10 in the uh, Titans game for feeder, Kelly, and Mazu for all to score any time. $10 in the Tigers game, Dewey and Tommy Talau. That was uh, around $6. Both of those are about $6. Uh, $10 in the main event, Turbo and Cheese, both any time, was um, $8. That's 3 bucks and, yeah, yeah, change there. Um, and then in the Penrith game, Joey Manu, Angus Crichton, any time, $10, $8.60. Um, now, I was going to have the last 10 on uh, Olam for first try scorer. But I'll make it nine, and I'll put a dollar on Wallace first try score at fifties, just uh, just for Barney. <laughs> so I'm gonna have to go back and catch all that because my dog's decided to nah. be an absolute idiot I'll, and uh, pull my headphones out and try to eat me. I'll send it to you. <laughs> I will keep track of it. I promise. I've gone uh, Brandon Best, Latrell Mitchell, and Ramian to score at any time. That's seven dollars seventy. I'm gonna have twenty dollars on that. I'm going to go the two upsets with Manly and Roosters head-to-head, which will get you $12.20. I'm going to put $15 on that. And then I'm going to have $15 on Bradman Best to score the first try in the Newcastle game, and that will get you $11. Very nice. Good job, lads. Uh, Good luck this weekend there. Uh, This has been the preview show. Everyone stay safe while in lockdown from everyone here. Hope everyone's doing well. Um, Reach out to your mates. Check in. Um, tear up a Zoom, have a beer, do all the good stuff, stay safe, s- stay home, get jabbed, blah, blah, blah. Uh, <laughs> thoughts if everyone doing the right thing. 
and we will uh, enjoy a ripper week of footy. Hopefully it's all played when it should be and speak to everyone this time next week. Catch you later, 100%. Check on them, mate.